Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. We got a very special episode today. It's a conspiracy theory episode about the band Simple Plan. We're gonna go. In, we're gonna go deep in the fucking rabbit hole. We fell real deep. We found some shit out. So um, get ready and buckle up. I have a very special, special guest today. Hi. Very special. You're not supposed to talk. This is the intro. Sorry. <laughs> so she's real special. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, check out, subscribe to the podcast, uh, and yeah, chokeartistnj.com. If, you, if you're if you listening to this, you probably already know that. Okay, we're going to start it. Now I know what you're thinking. What what does this this thrash metal skate punk band have to do with Simple Plan? Um, turns out that that band was Reset, featuring two members of Simple Plan. Two members of Simple Plan. They formed when they were 13 years old. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. This is this is probably like the third time in my life I've spoken into a microphone. Yeah, this is so. your big shot. <laughs> this feels feels very unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend the mic isn't there. Okay, I'll try. Yeah. Alright, so how did we get started on this? Okay, so I don't remember how, but we were We were listening to Simple We were Plan. listening to Simple Plan. I don't remember how we started listening to it, but we listened to their debut album to see if it held up. Yeah, we'll I, often we'll often listen to bolt like shit, not shitty like two early two thousand albums that yeah. were important that didn't age well. Yeah, like, I think I had I had messed on. Yeah, should, should I say my name? Should I say who? Yeah, I am? give your introduction, plug your band or whatever. I'm not in any bands. <laughs> plug whatever. Am I the first guest who's never been in a band? <laughs> I think so. Probably. Actually. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kate. I don't I don't know what else to say for an Do intro. Your plugs. I don't have any plugs. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to plug. All right. Um, okay, so we're listening to Simple Plan's first album. I was a huge fan of this album. <laughs> Me too. But really big fan. People old, people that were two years older than us were probably like, this shit is corny. Well, yeah, because we were 12 when this album came out. Yeah. So it was, you know, Coming related. of age. We were mad at our parents, so we related to Simple Plan. Yeah. Because, you know, they were mad at their parents. Yeah. Even though they were much too old to be. So the album holds up, and I pose the question, how old do you think they were when they wrote this song? Or when they wrote this album? And my guess was, you know, 17, 18, 19. That's when those bands will get, like, kind of picked up. Especially by, like, a, a, a label. And then just kind of sold to people. Yeah, so we looked it up, and... The singer Pierre was 23 when this album came out. So then the next question was, well, were these old songs that they just finally recorded or had they written those songs within the past few years for that album? Yeah, because usually, you know, a band's first debut, it'll be like five years of their best songs, you know, but we found out that five years prior to Simple Plan, they were up to a bunch of different things. Yeah, they were in that band that you heard earlier called Reset. Yeah, um, and that band started in 99? 93. 93, Jesus. So they were like... They were like 13, middle school started. band. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great time to, to start a band. Yeah, and it was, you know, but my thing is, 
are they sellouts or like in the early 90s skate punk was more mainstream right like yeah it was definitely well that's you know what they were listening to and that's what they wanted to play i guess so yeah they did it's what they it's what they liked yeah yeah so i don't so where did we go from there so we formed reset and two of the original members of simple plan it was a uh, pierre and chuck so Chuck leaves in 1998, and then they, he has a falling out with Pierre. Pierre and him run into each other in 1999 at a Sugar Ray concert, and they reconnect. Of course. Where else would you reconnect with an old friend? In 1999, when Sugar Ray was pumping out number one hits. Yeah. This is a weird time for music. It was. It was definitely a weird time. So... P- Chuck convinces Pierre to join his new band called Simple Plan in 1999. Oh, so Chuck had already started the band? Yeah, Chuck started it with two other people oh. that they'd all gone to school with. Yeah. And he knew Pierre was a talent that yeah. he wanted to get for Simple Plan. Yeah. So gets gets Pierre to join Simple Plan in 1999. And then also in 1999, they played Warp Tour already. Off no album bat. out. Yeah. yeah. Nothing out. Already signed. Already played Warp Tour. What songs do you think they played? That's a great question. If only there was footage of that on Warp Tour. Because they were definitely a band that played at like 2 p.m. that no one even knew. Like it was just like kind of yeah, filler. You know? Which leads us to the other point that they were definitely bought onto Warp Tour. Yeah, 100%. Definitely bought onto the tour and I'm sure had an entire image. So I think that the whole mad at their parents no one understands me i think that that whole thing was constructed by a record label and maybe the record label didn't write the songs but they pushed to them what their songs should be about it sells right it's a kid it's definitely it like mainstream you think like we listened to about 20 minutes of the reset stuff and there was nothing like that uh, absolutely at nothing. all it's it so different like you would never know it was the same band defiant yeah. like just a run-in-the-mill skate punk stuff yeah but yeah no they really milked that a lot on no pads and helmets when they were older yeah <laughs> like five years 100 yeah all right so speaking of bions let me read these youtube comments that we found on the reset ep um you know very reliable source <laughs> used to bartend a punk bar when they came through singer was musically crippled couldn't carry a tune couldn't hold a note couldn't even sing looking at the crowd secret weapon was their guitarist crazy chord ripping metal head it's funny because he rips but he wouldn't cut his hair had the metal head Headbag hair whips. Fuck Simple Plan. These guys are actually personal friends, so no dissing, just truth. This is what Simple Plan should have become. Sad Rippin'. Oh, sad. Rippin' album. Ah, I'm getting old. Can't stop good skate rock. Good underdogs from Montreal. Okay, so that was that's for the reset EP. So she left this person left one more comment. This is Simple Plan, only two mem two members. The singer is one. Out of Montreal. Old amigos, drummer and one other left the band just before they got signed. Big piss off, sweat and broke buyout tours to leave, and then the ones that held on make it big. Simple Plan is corporate made. New two members are professional picks. Support mainstream, still long live skate punk and all its fans. Much love. Okay, so some things to, to look into on that. Two two professional picks for the newer members. So that's to say that two two members that joined Simple Plan were just hired, hired guns. Like a Paramore situation. Yeah. But I think it was saying that they did know them. Okay. But, I mean, 
It could. Who knows? We can't go. This it's too Alex Jonesy to just take these YouTube comments as true. <laughs> That's true. This is, oh, brother, if we connect all the dots, is this one? <laughs> yeah. So, but there's there's some. I mean, I think buying onto tours in general is so stupid. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they were playing in bands since they were 13, and by the time some people get to be like 19, 20, like all they want is to be famous. They don't really care if they're not making the exact music that they want to make. They just want people to hear them. Yeah. Well, we were reading that MTV interview from like 2004 and they talked about how their their parents were really like disappointed and kept like getting them to try to stop doing the band. Yeah. Which, oh, I remember that. I forgot about that. Which I guess is where a lot of the lyrical content for this album came up. I guess so. But it's like at, you know, 23, like are, are you still that mad at your parents? I think 23 is the last age you can be really hold on those teenage grudges. But it's like not even like mad at your parents for like valid reasons. It's like no one understands me. Like, I don't know. It just, you know, it's a very 15 and under age. I'm just like a, a kid a, in life opinion. is a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I loved that song when I was 12 years old. And then, you know, by the time I got to be 16, I was like, well, I'm never going to listen to this song again. Like seriously. Yeah. No, it's true. So... I don't know. He was like 23 when they recorded it. I think he could have been 20 when they wrote it. But, okay, so they recorded it, or, you know, the album was released when he was 23, but that's the youngest he ever was when he played that song. He yeah. only got older. And yeah. he's 39 and still playing and that song. And they just did the 15-year They just did the 15-year. <laughs> yeah. It's literally a whole album about being mad at your parents. Yeah. Played to like 1,000 capacity, 2,000 capacity rooms. I checked. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's pretty good. Yeah, they're they're. I'm sure they're making a living off of Simple Plan stuff. Do you think Simple Plan has new fans coming in? Yeah. I don't know. Most of the YouTube comments were like, "Oh, I'm still in my 20s listening to this. I'm an adult. <laughs> Life is still a nightmare." <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, I feel like if they're doing a 15 year tour on that, then I don't know who really gives a shit about the new stuff. I think they ventured off even more. So but, how many how many albums do they have? Well, this I was is... I was reading before we started this. Their album's still not getting any, and they're like, yeah, you know, it's like a natural progression. We've kind of evolved, which is what. Look, if you're in a band and you make a new album, don't say just shut the fuck up, just put it out. Every band always is like, this is like just a natural progression. It's the best parts about the old stuff and the best things about what we're doing now. It's like everyone says that because they want to sell their shit and like in your head you think that's like really grandiose to like make that statement i'm yeah. going on a side rant i'm no, sorry okay but it bothers me no keep going yeah this is our most mature album to date yeah because you're older yeah that's how that shit works and right? you, you just know how to do things better yeah and you're more mature yeah you have saggy balls now <laughs> so i didn't realize that welcome to my life and how could this happen to me was on the next album in 2004 uh so they're 25. Yeah, I'm sure the lyrical content on that shit. I'm sure all their lyrics are really pretty fucking bad. I'm sure. But just also, How Could This Happen to Me became a meme because my students sing it in class. Recently, right? Yeah, like probably a year or two ago. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so maybe they do have younger fans. Uh, th it was a meme, though. I don't know if that means that people knew who it was. They yeah. just knew it was that like thing. But I'm sure they're still doing okay. Yeah, I mean, they're they, better than me. To, <laughs> Fuck. I'm not a kid. I've been playing a band since I was 12 or 13. So if you were 19 and someone was like, join this band, and 
Join Simple Plan? Yeah, join Simple Plan. Like, you're going to be famous, but all the songs are just going to appeal to 12 and 13-year-olds. You know, I'd probably do it. Would you? I have a soft spot for that album, but I don't... Yeah. I don't know. Who's it say? But then it's like, that's all you do for 15 years. The next 15 years, you just sing those songs. Plus, they're Canadian. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um... I, I never got an opportunity. Actually, I probably wouldn't because I'd be like, oh, no, I got to do the bands I'm in. Yeah. But that's what Integrity. Everyone, yeah. But then you like regret it like four, three years later. Yeah. Like, when they like blow up. Yeah. I, did I ever tell you, know the band This Is Hell? Yes. Like I think a, so. Like a punk hardcore band. Yeah. But in like 2008, they needed a drummer and I was emailing them and I was like, yeah they were like yeah come do an audition and then I was like talking to my friends like oh, I don't want to do it like I want to just keep doing the dysfunctional bands I'm in right now yeah and then I never did it and that's thank it. you to tell me that yeah, yeah. but I mean what I, like I don't know probably wouldn't have gotten the audition I you know but it's more too many too many side notes sorry that's okay I think I'm, I'm ready to sell out yeah yeah I was saying it last night simple plan needs a new drummer you're in there I'm in it yeah I'm, okay. I'm sick of this shit <laughs> We were watching uh, Fuck That's Delicious last night, the Action Bronson, like, Vice show. I've never seen after, it. After, like, the um, Best of Worst practice. Yeah. And I was, they just, he just, he was working in a deli for, like, 15 or however many years, and he was just, like, walking around, eating food, and just shooting the shit. I'm like, damn, that's a sick, I want to do that. That's yeah. your job? Yeah. Just eat food and talk shit? Yeah. You know? It's pretty cool. Yeah. I think this podcast is the first step, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Breaking the truth out about Simple Plan. We're really... <laughs> We're really be doing current stuff that makes sense. I found out. So in order to get advertisers on your podcast, you have to contact them. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah. So I was talking to one of my coworkers today and I was asking him, like, how do you get like advertisers? And because I was listening to a podcast over the weekend and they like tricked me into their ad and I was pretty mad about it. What do you mean? Okay. So I was listening to this podcast called Dr. Death. And it's about, it's, you know, about this doctor who is performing all these like botched surgeries and they're like describing like spinal surgeries and like it gets kind of rough. It's like very graphic. So then like halfway through the episode, like the narrator who like introduced the episode like comes in and he's like, hey, like, how are you, how are you doing? Like just checking in, like, just, you know, like if you find the content of this podcast rough, like it's not going to get any better. It's still going to be explicit content. You know, at times like these, I like to seek out comfort in my life, mm. much like the comfort that I find in these special socks. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? No, this turned into it. Like, I thought this was a nice thing and like turns into a sock advertisement. <laughs> you got got. So yeah, I was talking about that. I was talking to one of my coworkers who does um, podcasts and he was saying that you have to seek out advertisers. So like you have to write, you have to like contact Casper Mattress and be like, hey, like I'm looking for some advertisers. And then they do all the tracking like on your podcast. Oh, then they give you like live ad reads to, to do. Or, yeah. Like, and then they give you, yeah, they tell, they give you what you have to read and yeah, they track like how many people use your promo codes and how successful ah, it is. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know how many people listen. I did the RSS feed once, and it was like a high number, but it didn't make sense. Yeah, it showed a lot, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who's listening. But anyway, um, we digress. Pierre's 39 now, born 1979, still singing singing songs about hating his dad. Can I read the lyrics to um, Hey Dad, Look at Me? Absolutely. 
Perfect. This is this is yeah oh yeah that's not, that's not the <laughs> this one's called hey dad look at me <laughs> Woo. um all right this is off no pads no helmets just balls which Buzzfeed put in their top thirty nine pop punk albums you need to hear before you die oh you know, I have heard it you know if it's by Buzzfeed then you know yeah you know it's good yeah hey dad look at me think back and talk to me did I grow up according to plan. And do you think I'm wasting my time doing things I want to do? But it hurts when you disapproved all along. And now I try hard to make it. I just want to make you proud. I'm never going to be good enough. You can't pretend that I'm all right. And you can't change me. Because we lost it all. Nothing lasts forever. I'm sorry. I can't be perfect. Wait, okay. This part was good. I try not to think about the pain I feel inside. Did you know you used to be my hero? All the days you spent with me now seem so far away, and it feels like you don't care anymore. This is the closing track on the album, too. He's going in on his fucking dad, and he's making a buck off of it. I used to, like, play <laughs> this song. Like, I'd get into a fight with my dad about, like, not loading the dishwasher the or some shit. Or some yeah, bullshit. like, he didn't want to pick me up as late as I wanted to be picked up at the mall, and then, like, I'd just, like, go in my room, like, lock the door, and, like, play the song at full, full volume. Blast print out the lyrics and leave them for <laughs> yeah well i had the hard copy so i just had the i had the disc Learn like it. the so i had the lyrics book so i just i knew all the words i yeah. just sit there like singing along with it <laughs> but look i'm glad that the, their music helped you <laughs> did it <laughs> i think it, i think it I look music whether it's corny or not it helps you know teens it helps 12 to it did yeah I, mean, I felt i felt like someone understood me there you go this like you know 23 year old man like canadian, wow he, man. he really gets French me french canadian <laughs> Why are you i don't know it's, it's a good bit i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah um mind you his dad was a transportation worker and he let the band use ambulances to tour Wow. They, I read that in an MTV article before we started. Ooh, he lent them fucking two, two ambulances to do their tours. And then Pierre said... Wait, like active ambulances or old ones? Well, P then Pierre said, yeah, he took the sirens out of the first one because I wouldn't stop playing with it. <laughs> <laughs> so punk, dude. Wow. This doesn't sound like his dad's that bad. No, sounds like he's kind of supportive. But yeah, it sounds like the record label was like, listen, like this is the gimmick. You got to hate your dad. This is the shtick. In the interviews, I wanted to say that your, da your dad's kind of didn't get it, yeah. you know? I mean, if you're in a band, I don't know, for, like, that long, like, I don't know, I guess, like, your parents have to be some kind of supportive. Maybe not, but if you're living at home and... Yeah, eventually they're going to tell you to get a job. Yeah. So. So, when do you think, so do you think Simple Plan started in 1999 and then, like, they instantly, like, made it big, or do you think, like... Well, the album wasn't out till two thousand two. It's true, and but they played they played Warp Tour every year from ninety nine to two thousand five. Yeah, like so off, they as soon like as they three, formed, they played like three Warp Tours before their first album was out. Yeah, so I don't get what they're playing. They probably threw some songs together and like maybe two or three made the album, but I mean maybe the members had chemistry because they were in that band before. Yeah, but to get a Warp Tour right away, it, something's like weird about that. Oh, absolutely. Do you think they saw it? so the, their band reset? was on a label originally called roach Origin but yeah. there was another canadian band by that same name so they had to change it yeah um they were on a label in canada so maybe you know it was different back then where you could like just send in a press kit to a major label or have someone who has an in and like it could kind of work out and they can like make your career 
Like Atlantic Records, that's fucking huge. They have the power to get you on Warped Tour every year. Yeah. Get you on MTV and get you really nice music videos. Their fucking song was in that movie. Oh, yeah, the new, new guy? Kid, new guy? The new guy. The new guy. DJ Qualls? Yeah. Who did And DJ Qualls is like the I'm just epitome a kid. of that band. Yeah. yeah, I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was like that was back when music videos were made to go with the movie that the song was in. It was like the whole package. Yeah. That doesn't happen Remember anymore. That? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Well, I mean, do songs, are songs like made for movies now besides like musicals? Nah. No, not really, right? It's like it's like a band covering the Spider-Man theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it's even like how um, All Star by Smash Mouth, it's not even for the movie Shrek. It was for Mystery Men. They used it Remember for two that? movies? Yeah. Yeah, because there's yeah, two the, music videos. Yeah, the music video music is for Mystery Men. Men. So yeah. it's got like the whole cast of that movie in it. Yeah, then they just put it in Shrek too. And yeah. When it was for kids, it sold way more. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you market shit. Um, five years later, 12-year-olds will think it's cool. Like there's a trickle down. That's true. Like, you always students, say that with My students kids. talk about like the Illuminati now. And they yeah. were dabbing in like 2018 when it was like dabs were cool in like 2015. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen any of their rigs, like their dab rigs. Or like <laughs> Ask what them. What kind of wax they're using. Ask them. But like, yeah, I'll, I'll see. Yeah. Ask them if they even know what they're talking about. You guys even know what that means? Watch this. Call them again. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, that was good. <sighs> I'm good. Yeah. Where are we going? I don't know. I think we covered most of our bases. Bottom yeah. line is, it was it wasn't genuine. Bottom line is, simple plan was planted by the record label. We're uncovering the truth. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time you thought about simple plan? No. I I mean, the audience, not us. We think about simple plan all the time. Yeah, I guess a lot of us are doing this. <laughs> we know more about simple plan than probably anybody else we know. Yeah. Like bands or people? No, just just people we know. <laughs> Did that that didn't make sense? No, it does. Like we, the two of us, know more about Simple Plan than any other person that we know knows about oh, Simple Plan. Okay, I thought you were saying like you don't have a friend that knows more about Simple Plan than we do. Well, I was gonna say I know Pierre from Simple Plan more more well than I know most of my coworkers. Yeah, like I know them on an intimate level now. Yeah. So Pierre, if you're listening, please <laughs> let me play drums in your band. <laughs> He's very good. Oh, thanks. Joe Scala drums. Wow. This is the hashtag in the YouTube channel. Oh, there's a hashtag now. Yeah. Yeah, you started it. I did start it. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's it. What else did we talk about? I don't know. Did we cover everything? Yeah, we did a lot of... This is the most research I ever did for a podcast, too. Yeah. Yeah, we, we did some research. Like 25, 30 minutes of research? Yeah. I just think it's it was pretty good. It didn't feel like enough, but when it's when it's packaged and sold to people as something that it might not really be. But, but if it helped out kids, then was it really that bad of a thing to do? Like no. you know. But I guess I was so hung, when I was a kid, I was so hung up on shit being punk. Like, oh, this is punk. Yeah. But that's only because my friends bullied me when I was a kid and called me a poser because I wore Aeropostale. <laughs> so I, I never like, wore Aeropostale, yeah, actually. Yeah, you're too, you too cool, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I liked, I, I never had the album, but I liked those songs. 
I I had the album. I loved it. Front to back? Front to back. We listened to it. I still knew, I'd say, 70% of the lyrics. Want to give them a little sample? No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, bottom line, they're corny, but, you know. If it served a purpose, was it that bad? We wouldn't be here doing this podcast if it wasn't for that album. That's true. There we go. You guys got this out of this. <laughs> but also, There's something to be thankful for. <laughs> well, like, all right. Like, bands like, like, I don't know what's mainstream and what's cool. 1975. Like, like that band now. Yeah, yeah. I always call them the 1979, and I was trying really hard not to do that. Yeah. But it's the 1975. Yeah, everyone loves them. They're really popular. What if it was the 1969 and they all <laughs> sucked each other's dicks? That'd be, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. But, like, think before Simple Plan. Like, what was cool alternative music? Green Day. Yeah. Punk. Punk band. Yeah. Were they always punk? Yeah. Right? Green Day. Yeah. But they still signed to a major label. Yeah. They're, they're on a major label. And they didn't sell out till... I mean, you know, Dookie, I'm sure there are people that argue that they immediately sold out. Dookie was on a major label, so yeah, to so like a punk... I'm sure there's people who said they sold out then. Yeah. But it's like most of us think of them selling out as like American Idiot. Yeah. I mean, when they were doing fucking musicals and shit. Yeah, and wearing eyeliner all of a sudden and skinny ties. It's when there's a gimmick, like when there's a clear like the record label is orchestrating something. Like or, you're doing this for a reason. Yeah, or maybe the band is though. Maybe they wanted to... 50 year old men wearing eyeliner okay um, next gotta look up how old was billy joe armstrong when american idiot came out okay when was that it was 2004 yeah right i feel like we were freshmen in high school yeah something like that okay billy joe armstrong also just for the record i think green day has made a 360 and the new album's pretty good really yeah Did i we? like it no. no fuck uno dos trace someone told me that they only did that album just to get out of a record deal which makes sense. They released four albums in like two years and they all sucked ass. Wait, they released Uno Dos Trace to get out of a record label? Yeah, because when you sign to a, comp- a record label, I think, I've never done it, but I think they make you do like a bunch of records. Like you sign on for like, we, you owe us five records. So. So Billy Joe Armstrong was 32 when, when American, American Idiot, Idiot came, came out. out. Yeah. Wow. So he was born in 1972, right? 1892, 02, yeah. 32. He's only 46, so he's still not a 50-year-old guy oh, wearing eyeliner. Wow. He's younger than you thought. He's still got a few albums in him. He's only seven years older than Pierre from Simple Plan. That's wild. Right? That's some weird perspective. Yeah. So, yeah, when he was doing American Idiot, they were doing No Pads, No Helmets. Yeah. No, I think it was the second release by then, 2004. Yeah. Which was still not getting any. Yeah. Nice self-depreciating pop punk. That was the whole thing, though. Like, early 2000s pop punk, it was like, oh, like, I'm a loser. A girl doesn't want to get with me. No one understands me. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of ex- exploitative. Oh, yeah. 100%. But it was all in good fun, I guess. Was it? Back in the 2000s. Yeah, early, it, was a, in the aughts. it was a different time. It was just the norm. Like, you yeah. didn't even think about it. If a band did that now, I'd be, like, I think it was gross. It'd be gross. gross, yeah. There was a tor- turning point for me with Newfound Glory, like, five years ago. I was like, I can't. This guy needs to fucking get over this girl. Yeah. Well, it's Stop. even like we were talking about listening to 
the wonder years like the upsides and it's like it just feels weird listening (laughs) to it like almost 30 yeah like i know i'm an adult when i'm like yeah, this guy's just got to, like, exercise. <laughs> just, like, eat a little better. Like, you're thinking about cereal. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you know, like, but at the time, I loved it. I loved oh, the yeah, I felt like it was, like, exactly what I needed. Yeah. So, nothing really ages well. Nothing that's really good at one point ages well. No, I don't listen. I listen to only music from a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. I mean... But, all right. Not how, that not that long ago. No, like, you, you are. Know. You're a dinosaur with music. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. No, like, okay. Alkaline Trio holds but up. But none of those bands were ever... I guess Alkaline Trio was big. Yeah, they were big. Are they still? Yeah. I'm they're still, I'm they're still, still big. Matt Skiba was in Blink-182. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. They got a whole... They sold out... Um, they sold out the Metro. They played Starland most recently. Yeah. I don't remember if they sold it out, but... That's still a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I guess it's all about having integrity. Like, that Simple Planet... I don't know. Like, that shit was so co- out there. Like, you could say he really put himself out there. Like, there's no way you can really top that. Yeah. But I guess the Wonder Years... I don't know. Who, do, who am I to say? The Wonder Years are still pretty big, right? Yeah, they're still big. Definitely. Yeah. People love them. Yeah. The new stuff sounds like uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. Does kinda. it? Yeah. I haven't listened to opinion. it. I don't know. We should, we should listen to that after. Yeah. Have we got anything else on this? Um, No. We just you know went on to a nice tangent about all music. About the old days. <laughs> the old days. How it should how, be. How old everybody is. Like, we do this constantly. Like, we're always looking up how little, old. little insight for the listeners. For us. About us. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm always curious how old people are. Yeah. Yeah, we were we're always looking up fun facts like this. How old somebody was, when something was released. Yeah. How many followers somebody has. Yeah, it's true. A lot of it's fake. Like sometimes a lot of people buy followers. It's true. Yeah. Just to look more important and then it makes your audience kind of believe in you more and then you 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 only gain out of it really. Smoke and mirrors. That's right. That's right. It's all (laughs) bullshit, everyone. And we're here uncovering <laughs> tile after tile of the truth. <laughs> Are we ending the podcast? Yeah, I think so. Do we have anything else to say? I mean, we could just catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. Listen to, listen to Reset a little bit. That sounds like Pennywise. Yeah, it does. So that that's what I wanted to say before. This music was just more mainstream back then. But it seems more genuine. It does, but that's just because we were of the age at the time. There was there was metalheads from the 80s calling this fake metal, for sure. Yeah, but they're 13. Yeah, that's true. They're like, you know, 13 to... I mean, they were 18 when this band broke up. Yeah. And they had like three, they had like two, oh, I'm sorry. They actually are still a current band. They, they still do, play? They still play. They're still current, but Pierre and the other guy from Simple Plan aren't in it. Wait, but they still play shows? I don't know if they still play shows, but it still says on, um, it says on Wikipedia that they're still a current still band. Still a band. Reset, Canadian band. Is a punk rock band formed in 1993 in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Wow. 
Yeah, so they've been active since 1993 until present, is what it says. Their most recent release was in 2013. 2013. Oh, we should check that out. We should. Yeah. I wonder what sound. Watch it just sounds like Simple Plan, but with a <laughs> shitty French, disgusting French Canadian accent. They're all, but why do you, why are hey, you hating Dad, on... Hey, Dad, look at me. <laughs> That's not French. Why are you why are <laughs> hating on French Canadians? I don't know. It's just fun. Also, they're actually rude as fuck. Have you been to Montreal? I have, actually. I had, yeah, a, like, really, I had a really bad time. They scoff at you, kind of. Yeah, like I... I would just I was just expecting it to be like regular people and like like Canadians, but they also speak French. But yeah. it's like no, like they all speak French. Yeah, they and speak yeah, they're just French like really to you rude. first. Yeah, and yeah, they don't really like when you speak English. Yeah, I talked to somebody else who's from Canada because I went to Montreal for um Pusa Fest years ago, five yeah. years ago, um, and me and my friend who she hated can she hated Canada more than I did. I had an okay time. She really hated uh, Montreal. Yeah. But we were talking to somebody else from Canada, and they were like, oh, yeah, no, nobody likes French Canadians. Like, even in Canada, like, they're just rude to us, too. They're like the hipsters of Canada. Yeah, it's like, like why? They, they're trying to hold on to a French heritage of being pretentious fucks. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I'm going after France, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, I got laughed at when I was in France. I tried to order ice cream in French. The guy laughed at me. <laughs> With your uh, high school... Yeah, uh, my high school French. I tried to order some ice cream, and yeah. he, he laughed at me. Yeah. And I looked at him, and I said, well, at least I tried. Yeah, that's... Wow, very big of you to say. <laughs> me at 18 years old, telling right. off the French ice cream guy. Yeah. I don't know. French people suck. If there's anything you got from this... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think we need to stop before okay. there's another tangent. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Pierre, if you're listening, please notice me. <laughs> I want to join your band. I'm ready to sell out. Okay, bye.